Hey, so how's it going? We're back here for episode two. Uh, during this episode, we're going over chapter two of the book, How You Will Measure Your Life by Clayton Christensen. And this chapter is going to be over finding happiness in your career. And in it, it you know, Clayton Christensen discusses theory and applying it into your life. So the thing about theory is that it allows you to take in what has happened, the data around you, but not fixate on that. More so understanding what happens or understanding of what causes what to happen. And then if you if you can understand that, you can apply it to theory, then you can understand what's the next step and you can see a little bit into the future. And as Clayton Christensen says, without theory, we are at sea without a sextant. If we can't see beyond what's close by, we're giving, we're, we're relying on chance, chance or the currents of life to guide us. Good theory helps people steer to a good direction. Um, and as my mentor says, direction dictates that, or decisions di dictate direction and direction leads to destination. So, in chapter two, the one that I will be covering in, in this uh, in this podcast is finding happiness in your career. So as a kid, our dreams were limitless. But as time ventures forward, we lose that ability. And why is that? You know, why is it that as a kid we were dreaming of being a doctor, uh, engineer in my case, a scientist, a uh, an astronaut or the first woman president. What happened from that time to now that caused this, this misalignment? And to answer your question, it's life. Circumstances arise, you know, as we were kids, we weren't, we were pretty sheltered. We didn't have any idea how the word world works. Instead, we just lived in our imaginations and fabricated this limitless dream that was before us. We had so much time ahead. And what really happened, though, is that in school, we're taught, you know, we're, t we're taught valuable, valuable education, you know, how to do math, what about the history, and, you know, you get this very, this very on-the-top glaze of a basis, basis of life. I think school was more importantly about developing social interaction, uh, accommodating yourself to you know, new friends and, and, uh, and, and competing in sports. I think those were bigger pillars in life than the actual material that we were, that we were shuttled on because nowhere during my educational process has I, was I ever was I ever taught how to handle life. Yeah, how, how to handle life, how to overcome obstacles, how to um, be persistent, how to push forward when times are tough. Uh, I learned more in wrestling about pushing through hard times and doing it, doing it to, to a means as far as cutting weight. You know, I had to exercise intense discipline to get to where I can be able to compete. Uh, I don't 
can't tell you how many times I had this little voice in my head telling me to quit when I was exhausted. I was in the third period. I was sweating. I was out of breath. My arms were numb. But I still had a voice in my head telling me to keep pushing through. It's almost over. And being able to override these complications that my body was, you know, the fatigue and the, the, the amount of energy that I was putting out to push through and push past that limit and understanding that I can go past those, those, those limiting physical factors that I can go beyond really strengthened my mental outlook. And that was probably, by means, it wasn't my favorite sport because of how hard it was, but it was my favorite sport because it really developed me in my, in my character. But back on topic, so when it comes to finding your happiness in your career, you may look back and you're like, you know, I had all these dreams when I was a kid. I had you know, these high hopes, you know, anything was impossible or anything was impossible. Nothing was impossible and everything was possible. But now you may be looking at a career that you're in and you're just, you're not happy with it. It doesn't, it doesn't, you're just there for a paycheck. You work your 40 hours, you get your two weeks, your two, your, your two days off, and then it, the cycle repeats. Well, why do you stay there is my, in my question. My question is why do you stay there if you don't feel that you're becoming a better person? And if you don't, and if you don't feel like you're becoming a better person in that area of your life, then are you working towards something else? So, and to work to, towards something else, or if you're in a current career, what is your strategy? And a strategy at its basic level is what you want to achieve and how you're going to get there. Simple, you know, but. The thing about strategies is that they're always not that cut and dry. It's not that easy to get po to point from point A to point B. You know, there's going to be complications along the way, and dependent on how you're overcoming those compl complications and obstacles and adversities that that are set forth in your path, really will dictate your strategy. And it's forever evolving. It's a cycle, and. With our careers, we all have intentions. Against those intentions are the opportunities that and threats that emerge that we haven't anticipated. How we allocate our resources, our time, our energy, and our talent is how we'll determine the actual strategy of our lives. So often what we actually end up doing is very different from what we set out to do. And and just to think about this, to put this into perspective, Netflix started off mailing CDs. And, sorry, DVDs. And now they are this huge company and organization that streams from the comfort of your own home or your bed or wh whatever, wherever you watch Netflix. That's how things evolve. If you stay constant then you're, and you don't change, then... How do you expect to succeed is what I can get out of that. So among those, among those threats and opportunities that we didn't anticipate on that road from point A to point B, there are almost always better options that were 
that are contained within that original plan. Now, the strategist within us' job is to figure out which of these things are, which, what those better things are, and manage our resources in order to nourish them. So, and that comes down to our priorities. You know, what are you going to allocate your, your, those resources to in order to get to that, to that new destination? So, at your core decision, or your priorities are your core decision-making criteria. What's most important to you and, and your career? The problem, though, is that we think what, mat- what, what we think matters most in our jobs often do not align with what really makes us happy. So that brings us to, am I doing this job for just a paycheck to provide for my family, which is a good intention, right? For you to take care of your family is a good intention. However, if you're spending most of your time doing something you don't want to do and you come home, Are you really going to be able to put forth that energy to cultivate those relationships and maintain and to be a good father and to be a good husband, to be a good wife? Are you really going to be able to have those or or, are your resources going to be able to sustain that? So, so, and then that brings us back into, you know, being in school. When you're in school, you're kind of catered into this this direction of having a five-year plan or you know having your life planned out for you but again if you're facing obstacles that are going to kind of deviate that path that you take and you just don't want to try to stay the same then you're probably going to hold yourself back more than you go forward so combining living you know having a five-year plan a directive and then as you as you're on that path and on that journey and you face conflict or you know problems or emergent opportunities being able to have a plan and then live life in the present and as it comes make decisions to allocate your resources to get you from point A to point B or point A to another destination if it's if it's going to serve you better then why not take that opportunity why not take that risk so the art of managing this is not to stomp out anything that goes against the original plan. Instead, there's almost always better options within those situations that challenge your five-year five, five year plan path. We just need to figure out how to allocate those resources properly to get us there. The only way that a strategy can get implemented though is if we just if we dedicate resources to it so you can't just see an opportunity out there and just think it's going to happen for you that's just not the case it's never the case anything worth good is worth working for and you may and you're going to have to change sometimes if you can look at yourself in the mirror and say i'm happy with this person i promise you Months down the road, if you try to stay the same, do the same habits, you'll eventually not be happy with yourself. Be open to change. Change is good. Change is when you change typically happens when you're 
head on when you hit a wall and you're like, what is happening? And you have to soul search and you have to change. And when you change, you're like, this is a new version of myself and I love it. It's something new, something exciting. So all in all, just to wrap this up, if you're not implementing the strategy you intend and you don't spend your time, your money, and your talent in a way that consists that's consistent with your intentions, then you're not going to be implementing that strategy at all. Be open-minded. As you walk through as you're as you're walking through life, be open-minded. See different see different paths. See where it can take you. See what kind of person that you'll be if you went with this decision. Don't count it out. Make sure that your decisions will serve you. First off, second off, manage your resources wisely. And that's all I have for today. Uh, hopefully that spoke to someone or if anyone hears it. I'll talk to you guys later.